Welcome back to another episode of the 1% Life Podcast. I'm your host, Coach JT. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and is solely a self-help tool for your own use. I'm not providing medical, psychological, fitness, or nutrition therapy. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problem or illness without consulting your own medical practitioner. As always, results of any kind will vary based on each person's unique circumstances, capacity, and work ethic. If I could give you guys one thing, it would be passionate purpose, something that you're excited about, and true happiness. So we're going to talk about today what the real reason is that you're so unhappy and depressed. Some of these are not going to be popular, but these are the reasons that I hear all the time. These are the reasons that have been personal to me over the years. These are the reasons that I get from 99.9% of the people that I sit down and talk to that are unhappy and depressed. And it's not the things that you think it is. It's not your past. And I have been in a position where I used to blame it on that. But how many times do you see, like, say, two siblings that grew up in the same household, same upbringing, that maybe, let's say, it was just horrible, abusive parents and all the horrible things that you can think about, and one turns out positive and successful and driven, and the other person stays in that mindset. There's nothing different about their circumstances. It's their mind. So how many years have you been complaining and hoping and praying and crying and wishing and thinking about some kind of change and for things to get better and things to be different and for you to be happier? Waiting on something that's going to happen that's going to finally change your circumstances. You know, your kids move out or once I retire, it's always something. And if you're in that position, you're way off track. Because you don't ever you don't ever reach the end. None of that's ever going to change a single freaking thing. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter what you get. I know people that are wealthy, multimillionaires, and they are miserable. And then I know people that make fifty thousand dollars a year that are truly happy. It's not the money. It's not what you have. It's not material things. If it's those things, if it's your boss or your clients or your wife or your husband or your car or anything else like that, and you've made those changes, why do you still feel the way you feel? The first thing that you've got to do is you have to start by accepting responsibility. Every decision you've ever made in your entire life has put you where you are. Nobody and nothing else, period. Take 100% responsibility for every single thing in your life. I don't care if somebody wronged you. I don't care if somebody did something to you that they shouldn't have done to you. It's your fault. Just look at it that way. The reason that you want to look at it that way is because now if you take responsibility for it, you've got the power to fix it. If everybody else owns responsibility, you're waiting on them to change something and they're not gonna. I take responsibility for everything, but if you can't, Or let's say if you won't, because you can. If you won't take responsibility, you might as well turn this off because you're not going to get anywhere and just complain about how mean I am and that I'm off track and, you know, people do that. So what is it that keeps you feeling the way you are? And what can you do today? And I mean today to immediately start to change those things. That's what I'm going to get into. The very first thing I'm going to tell you guys have to do is you have to stop wishing and hoping. It's never going to happen that way. You can wish and hope all day long. I wish somebody would come knock on my door and bring me $10 million. JT, I got some cash for you. 
Things don't happen that way. You have the ability to get anything you want, have anything you want, change anything you want to change, feel any way you want to feel. But your first step is to realize it and accept that it's going to take daily, deliberate, consistent, uncomfortable action. You have to make a decision, not just dream about it, but make a decision. Then make a plan. Then take action on that plan. And then the last thing is do not let up. Make a decision, make a plan, take action, and don't let up. Once you accept responsibility and you're ready to do those things, then here's what you're going to need to do. First thing on the list is to find your purpose. That's the number one thing that keeps people feeling depressed and unhappy is lack of purpose. The reason why they get up every day. It's not because you got to pay bills. It's not because the IRS needs money or that you got to put food on the table. Those are all things that keep you doing it. You're not excited about getting up and doing that. You just have to do it or else. It's not a very good motivation. Lack of purpose. Find your purpose and start working on it. 95% of the people that I know and that you know, including yourself, have a real good idea of what they would do if they could. If money wasn't an option or circumstances were different or they lived somewhere else or they were married to somebody else or they were in good shape like they used to be or whatever, this is what I would do if I could. This is what excites me. This is what I enjoy. This is what my passion is. But they don't do it. Imagine getting up every day and doing something that you love to do. And making a living doing it. That's where I'm at. Part of the reason I stay so excited all the time. So let's get into some of the controversial advice that I'm going to give you. Quit your job and start doing it. You don't have to work where you work. You've convinced yourself you do. I don't care if you've been there 20 or 30 years. Leave. Or start working nights, work weekends, lose sleep, whatever you need to do. The passion and the excitement of starting something new and doing what you love to do will make it okay. And if you need to do that to transition, do it, transition, then quit your job. Stop worrying about, well, I'm going to give up this much money in retirement or I've been there 25 years. I might as well just finish the ride. This is what I was saying earlier. A lot of you guys are going to discount this and say it's not even an option. You just told me to quit my job. I can't quit my job. That's just stupid. If that's the way you feel about it, you're not going to ever make a change. I'm not telling you to be stupid. But if you really wanted to change it, you could. People work 40, 50 years to retire lonely, unhappy, unhealthy, and miserable. For what? A pension? Nobody on their deathbed is going to say, man, I'm so glad that I was scared to make a change. Man, what would I have done if I went out on a limb and tried something new? So glad I was safe. (laughs) Nobody. I have zero tattoos on my body right now, and the one that I have been considering for years is a tattoo on my right arm on the inside of my bicep that says discipline, and on my left arm says regret. Regret. 
Those are the two words that I hear in my head and I see written every single time that I come up to some kind of change or decision. Do I have the discipline to see it through and will I do it or am I going to regret myself for not? Regret scares the hell out of me. Getting to 70 or 80 years old and looking back and going, God, man. I knew I should have done this. I wish I would have done this. I wanted to do this with all my heart. I was scared to do it and I just didn't. I would give anything if I could go back and do it. Even the thought of looking back and saying, I used to be. I used to be healthy. I used to be fast. I used to be fit. I used to have good finances. I used to have good relationships. I used to have a good relationship with God. I used to wake up excited. Used to, used to, used to, used to. I hear that all of the time. Especially sitting down with a new client. Well, I used to be in good shape, but I got older. It's not because you got older. I got older too. I'm staring down the barrel of 50 and I am healthier and happier and better off in every aspect of my life now than I've ever been in. And it's not by an accident. There's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, guys. It's just an empty pot. Everybody thinks that they're going to bust their ass and work 40 years and put money into the 401k and do all these things they want to do and you just there's this big old reward at the end you should be collecting the gold as you go money experiences memories friendships adventures as you go that's the gold if you don't have any to put in the pot when you get there it's an empty ass pot Imagine working and doing something that you don't really want to do that has made you unhappy, made you unhealthy for 45 years just to retire, to regret doing it the whole time, unhealthy, unhappy, unhealthy relationships. You got a little bit of money in the bank, but now you're going to spend all that money trying to gain all that other stuff back and then the whole ride's over. What would get you excited to get up every day? Excited, like I can't, like setting the alarm and getting up early to do it. Think about that. Find your purpose. Start working on it. Number two, lack of progress. This is what human beings are built for. Progress is happiness to me. I posted something on Facebook almost six months ago and said, Put one word to describe what happiness is to you, and my word was progress. Progress, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, whatever it is, progress. Everybody you know and everything that they do is typically based on progress or the hope of progress. Even if it's, you know, doing the same job, you hope to progress in that job and get to a certain point at a certain day and have you know, your finances progress and whatever. It's progress. It's why people exercise. Progress. So, of course, are you living your purpose? Are you making a difference? Are you doing what God had in store for you? Are you thriving or are you just surviving? You have to measure your progress constantly and consistently. If you don't, There's not going to be any. Workouts, health, fitness, finances, whatever. It's all trackable. It's the whole point of writing goals. 
It's the reason why you do it, to progress every year in whatever area you're trying to progress in. That's what that is. So are you making any progress? If you look back at yourself two years ago, are you better or worse? Look at every area. Break them all up separately. Are you where you were 10 years ago, two years ago, five, 20? Are you worse off? Most people I know and 99.9% of the clients that I meet, I used to be great. I used to be this. I used to be that. People live in the past, which is dangerous. If you get up every day and you start thinking about the past, whether it's all the good stuff that you used to be or the bad stuff you're trying to avoid, that is still your life. You're living in the past. You're thinking about that. You bring that to the future. It becomes your present because that's what you're thinking about. And if you're not thinking about new stuff, that is going to be your future. That's how you stay in the same place. The third one is disliking where you are in life and you dwell on it. The I used to be. You have to evaluate the things you dislike about your life. Be honest. And don't just evaluate the things you think you might be able to change. Like, I can't talk about my job because that's a given. I can't change that. I dislike the heck out of it and I'm miserable. But let's just not even talk about that because it's not an option. It is an option. Everything's an option. You literally can change everything, anything in your life if you want it. Nothing has to stay the same. Most people don't think that way. Most people think that is, it's, you know, that's the way it is. Evaluate the things that you dislike about your life. Accept responsibility for where you are. It's your fault. Doesn't matter what it is. Could be anything from not having a relationship with God, which is a whole separate podcast. Or you're not close to your wife, or you don't like your job, or it's your house, or your career, or the area you live in, whatever. So the, what you need to do is you need to put a plan together tactically to change every single one of them. They get written down. This is what I dislike. This is what I would love to have. And once you do that, now you build a roadmap to get there. You don't like living in Panama City Beach? You want to live in the mountains? Okay, what do I have to do to get to there? How much money do I need to have or can I go now? What do I need to do about job and career? Write it all out. All of you guys are smart enough to do it. Build a plan. Build a roadmap to get there. Then take action and then don't let up. It'll never change unless you deliberately take individual action to fix every single one of these items. So if you dislike where you are in your life, sitting and dwelling on it, goes back to what I said a minute ago, you're thinking about the past, it's your present, it'll become your future. As soon as you start making changes, as soon as you put the plan of action together, as soon as you start taking steps, you're going to wake up excited about it. And a side note, be ready. Haters are going to come out. The more you change, the happier you become, the more fit you become, the more wealthy you become, the more successful you become, the more you'll have. Number four, you guys are going to expect me to say this one, but I'm saying it anyway. Unhappy with your appearance and or physically unhealthy and just feel like crap. 
I don't care if you fix all of this other stuff. Every single thing that I talk about today is on point. You fix it all and it's all amazing. If you are physically unhealthy and dislike your appearance, if you can't strip down in the mirror and look at yourself and stand to look at yourself, you're never going to be happy. If somebody tells you they are, they're lying. I just, that's my personal belief. I don't, I don't believe that anybody is really unhealthy and unhappy with their physical appearance. I'm not saying you got to be built like a Greek god. That's not the point. But if you look at yourself and you're like, man, I am really, really off the rails. You can't be happy with yourself. And it doesn't matter what else happens in your life or where you go or who's in your life or what you have or what you don't have. You are the only person guaranteed to wake up with yourself and spend the rest of your life with yourself. Everything else may or may not come and go, but you ain't. You've got to be happy with that. People don't go to the beach. They don't take their shirt off at the pool. They're constantly worried about what people are whispering. They have aches. They have pains. They're on meds. They have headaches, low energy. They can't travel. Scared they won't fit on an airplane or no, they can't. Evaluate the things you dislike about yourself. Accept responsibility for where you are. Again, it's your fault 200%. I, I keep saying it. All of it. Could be your weight. Could be drugs, cigarettes, alcohol, that you're out of shape, that you don't like your love handles, whatever. We all have the stuff. Very first thing that you got to do is you have to make time for yourself. So many people that I know put themselves last. And it's because they got to take care of grandma and they got to take care of the kids and they got responsibility at the job and they got to do this and they got to do this and they got to do this and they got to do that. I got all that stuff too. But I'm better at it because I put myself first and take care of myself. If I didn't take care of myself, I wouldn't care about doing what I'm doing right now. I would not give a crap about trying to help you guys become better people and be happy if I wasn't happy. I wouldn't be excited or motivated about getting you to where you want to be. So you have to make time for yourself. It's there. Do this. Make a list of every single thing that you do and strike through all the wasteful crap. I don't care if it's Facebook for 10 minutes, watching your favorite series, praying in the morning, 15 minutes reading news while you drink coffee. Evaluate every minute of every day and then go back through. Put a check mark next to the stuff that's staying. Like you pray every day, that's not going away. You spend 20 minutes drinking a cup of coffee in the morning while you read the news. How about five or 10? Strike through all the wasteful crap. Eliminate the BS. It's not as important as the changes that you want to make. If you look at something on that list and it's as important or more important than the changes that you're trying to make, then leave it. If not, strike through it. Stop watching news and politics. This is, I, did, I stopped all news and all politics couple years ago. I don't do any. If I know something that's going on, it's because somebody told me or I happen to see it, you know, at the gym on one of the TVs it's on or something. Stop going out with your friends all the time. Stop pointless hobbies and things that are so time consuming. Stop playing on social media. So my point is stop doing anything that doesn't get you closer to your goal. This is the most important thing that you can do is to make time for yourself because none of this works if you don't. 
Journal it. Discipline yourself and don't stop moving. Go. This goes back to what I said in the very beginning of this. Make a plan. Put it together. Start it. Don't stop. If you're unhappy with your appearance and or physically unhealthy and feel like crap, it's a simple fix. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. It's simple. Especially if you see me, I've made it as simple as it can possibly be. Follow instructions. That's it. You don't have to think about any of it. Just do X, Y, and Z. So put together a nutrition plan, however you're going to eat. Even if it's just cutting out all the junk, cut your carbs back, start eating more frequent, start drinking more water, and start exercising on a consistent basis. Doing some basic things that the majority of you guys know. And then just discipline yourself to do it every day. Don't wait to be excited and motivated because it's not going to happen. Number five, allowing others to dictate how you feel and then thinking you don't have the control to change it, just giving up control. A lot of times it's people you work with, but family members, parents, siblings, uncles, cousins, best friends. Giving people the power to dictate how you feel, to me, is like the ultimate form of slavery. Allowing somebody else to get inside your own head and to dictate how you feel. When you say it that way, it sounds ridiculous, but every one of you guys do it. And I have been responsible for it in the past a lot. I allowed others to dictate what I was doing because I was scared of what they would say or do. And feeling like I had no control to change it. I did. I just had to stop caring. Stop caring about what other people think so much. It will dictate what you do and how you act. If you wouldn't ask a certain person what their opinion is and take that to heart, then you shouldn't take their criticism. And I think about that all the time. I don't ask that person for their opinion. I don't, if I'm going to do something or make a decision for myself that's a big deal, would I call that person and consult with them and get their opinion and take it to heart? If not, then why am I taking their criticism and their opinion when it's not asked? Don't be afraid to cut people out of your life, guys. If they're damaging, they're not bringing anything positive to your life, if they're hurtful, if they're stress, if they're drama, cut them out of your life. I'm not telling you to stop caring about people. But if there's people in, in your life that are hell-bent on being a certain way, they're not going to change, they're destructive, they're full of drama, and if there's not drama in their life, they create it. Cut them out of your life. Stop associating with them. I know it sounds like it's really hard to do, but it ain't. You cut them out. It's done. I'm not talking to you anymore. See ya. Don't go unfriend them on Facebook and make a big deal about it and start putting posts up on Facebook about, you know, true friends are this way, others are that way. Just be done. See ya. It's very empowering. Stop caring so much. That's what I mean. If you cut somebody like that out of your life, don't care. Create a new circle of friends. You are who you associate with and what you hang around and what you consume. 
You guys know how I am. Let's say that I went and found a bunch of people that just did drugs all the time and were hateful and mean and breaking the law all the time and I just hung around them four or five days a week. What do you think would happen to me? You think I'm going to change all those people? <laughs> I'd try. <laughs> probably not. I'm probably going to start to take on some of those traits. It takes one negative person that's like a cancer to corrupt a whole group of good people. It doesn't work the other way. You can't take one person and change a whole group for the positive. It's rare. You have to avoid people like that. If they don't want to change, and most of these people that are this way and full of drama and full of negativity love it. They thrive on it. And the more you try to change them, the more they're going to fight you and the more drama that's going to get created and you'll be in the, and then you're in it. You can tell yourself, I'm trying to change them. I'm trying to help. No, you're not. You're just wallowing around in the drama that they're creating. You're part of it. People that are more successful than you, people that are healthier, people that are happier, people that are richer are never haters and never down on you like that. If you look at people that are spiteful and, and write mean comments on my social media posts and things like that, these aren't people that are more successful than me, happier than me, healthier than me more fit than me, not people that I would look up to. Again, not people that I'd get the opinion from. So I don't take their criticism. People that want better for you aren't haters. This is especially true when you start changing and getting healthy. People don't like it. It sucks. It's unfortunate. But you're going to have a lot of people that hate on you for it. There's not going to be a lot of people that support you when you do it. It's going to be a personal thing. Nobody's going to want you to be healthy and happy and successful when they're not. They just don't get excited for you. This goes back to the lottery analogy I used a little bit ago. If you won the lottery, how many people would be happy for you? Getting healthy and being fit and feeling great about yourself is winning the lottery. That's more important than any amount of money to me. But I can tell you that I don't have a whole lot of people coming up and say, man, JT, I am... I'm so happy for you, brother. <laughs> I wish I was. I used to be. I get some of that. So allowing others to dictate how you feel and thinking you don't have the control to change it. You've given up control. Next. You've had a hard past and don't think you have any control to change that. It is the way it is. It's predetermined. It's like your genetic code. It's like your, your father was a, an abusive alcoholic, so you are. You just you got those genetics. There's nothing you can do about it. I grew up like this. I was abused. My father was horrible. I'm used to not having money. I know people that come from the same family. Same upbringing. Same opportunities, same resources, same ability to make decisions that are vastly different. And like I said earlier, if you're living in that past and you're thinking about that and allowing that to be in your mind right now, that is your present and you don't have the room or the ability or the capacity to imagine a different future. You can't. If I'm sitting and thinking about the past, the past, the past, don't repeat it, don't repeat it, don't repeat it, don't repeat it, that is my now and quickly becomes the future. You just, you create it yourself. 
We're all responsible for where we are. You're an adult. You make your own decisions. You have for years. You have to start seeing it that way. So your past doesn't matter. Hard past or not. And the harsh reality is nobody cares. Nobody's treating you different or gives a crap about your past. They just don't. Not trying to sound cold, but it's just the truth. You're not going to go to talk to somebody about starting a business or having a job or talk to somebody about getting healthy and talk about your past and they're going to go, oh my gosh. I don't care. I did too. That's, that's what they're going to think. My father was an abusive alcoholic. All right, well, my mom and dad were. You do have the control to change it. Your past does not dictate your future. Stop thinking about it like that. The next thing on the list, expecting someone else to make you happy. It's somebody else's fault that you're not happy. And specifically, I'm hinting about and talking about your significant other. Having an expectation that your wife or your husband is going to make you happy is a dangerous thing to do. They can't. They can't. Nobody else can make me happy. I can find happiness with a certain person. But Bethany's not responsible for my happiness. She can't be. Man, what a massive, ridiculous expectation to place on somebody. It's horrible. But people do it. Meeting somebody that makes you want to be a better person is one thing, but meeting somebody that's going to change you and make you happy is never going to happen. You may find the appearance of that, enjoy spending time with the person or joy doing things together or enjoying their company, but that is not happiness. That's joy in the moment. And if you expect somebody else to make you happy and then you're not, and you think that's what the reason is, you're going to live pissed and resentful that they aren't making you happy and that they can't. And it will ruin your relationship. It will tear you apart in a nasty, nasty way. You should be able to be happy without them. And they should be able to be happy without you. But I'm not relying on somebody else to make me happy. It's just avoiding personal responsibility. This goes back to the very, very beginning that I said take responsibility for it. If I'm unhappy... Chances are, Bethany's not doing anything different than she's always done. I can choose to be happy or I can choose to be miserable. It's not her responsibility to try to figure that out and get me to feel different. I am happy by myself, with myself. When I look in the mirror, that guy. Doesn't mean I don't have a lot of things I want to change. I'm just happy. If you can't be happy by yourself, you will never be happy with anyone else. You have got to stop placing that responsibility on somebody else. I know people that do it. They live in a miserable relationship and it's the other person's fault. They're just an asshole. They don't support me. They don't do this. They don't do that. If they would do this, if they would do that, if they'd pick up the laundry, if they'd make more money, if they do this, if they do that, I'd be happy. That's no different than if I had more money or if I had a different job or If I had a different car, if I lived in a different city, if, 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 if. None of that will change it. They could change everything that you want them to change and act every way you want them to act and you are still 
going to be unhappy if you're not happy by yourself. The last thing that I've got is just staying in an unhealthy relationship and wanting out. Almost could have been the last one, but it's really not the same thing. Expecting somebody else to make you happy can apply to moms and dads and friends and boyfriends and husbands and wives and things like that. Usually applies to a spouse. But staying in an unhealthy relationship and wanting out is horrible. Fix it or leave it. My advice is to fix it. All the grass looks greener from the sky, guys, but once you lay down in it, it's just a different shade of green. What you're doing is you're picking all the little things that you don't like, that you think are making you unhappy, and when somebody else doesn't have it, you're going to move over to that because you think that that's what's going to make you happy, and you're still not going to be happy for the same reasons I just gave you. You're not happy with yourself. It doesn't matter. Fix it or leave it. I know that's a super unpopular opinion, but it's just the truth. Staying in a relationship like that is shitty to them and to yourself. They're not getting what they need out of the relationship, and neither are you. If you know you're unhappy like that, and man, I know an extraordinarily large amount of people that are. Sad. If you are unhappy, truly unhappy, and unfulfilled in your relationship, You need to have a conversation with that person. But you have to decide on the last item that I just told you was expecting someone else to make you happy. You have to decide and make sure that I'm happy with myself. That's not it. I'm unhappy with the actual relationship that I have with this person. It's a very thin line, but you have to decide that first. And if you decide that that's what it is, then you have to sit down and have a discussion and stop avoiding the elephant in the room. That should be your safety. That should be the the one great place that you have. That should be your, your ride or die. If you're unhappy in that relationship and you want out, you have to sit down and have a discussion and fix it or just sit down and have a discussion and leave it. Have you ever thought about why you're scared to talk to them? For those of you that are sitting and thinking that you're really unhappy and that you truly want out, why would you not sit down and talk to them? What's the reason that you're so scared of doing that? I mean, you got to decide what that is. It's It's a conversation. Chances are, if you think you're the only person that feels that way and you're not talking about it, you're going to be surprised when you sit down and talk to them. They feel the same way. You can't have one person that's extremely happy and loving and in a relationship and one person that's out and one person just oblivious and okay with it. You're not giving them what they want. It's not possible. So as hard as it is, you have to sit down and have a discussion and stop avoiding it. And it doesn't need to be a screaming match. You can't do that. There needs to be an agreement when you sit down and start the conversation that if anybody gets heated and starts yelling, the other person gets up and walks away. You got to be done. Cordial conversation. You talk first, I listen, I talk next. And bring it all up. At the very least, make the distinction of whether it's you or your relationship. But don't be blaming them. 
It's never just their fault. It's either you guys or you. Remember, take responsibility. Stop placing it on somebody else. It never works. Talk. Make a decision. Stick to it. Not making a decision is making a decision. I know so many people that just roll with it. I have literally talked to clients that told me they've been in a relationship for 10 or 15 years and they've been miserable the entire time. And have never talked about it. And again, I keep telling you this, but you got to decide if it's you expecting them to make you happy and blaming the relationship or if you're in an unhealthy relationship and want out. And maybe it's the extreme and it's crystal clear. Maybe it's an abusive relationship and you should get out. And my disclaimer is, I don't want somebody leaving a relationship and something horrible happening. This is my personal advice. But you've got to sit down and address it. Staying in an unhealthy relationship and wanting out. It doesn't matter what else you have going on. Any of these things that I've listed, all eight of these by themselves, will void all the rest. If all the rest are in order and one of these is out, this alone can make you unhappy and unhealthy and depressed. doesn't matter if it's lack of purpose and all the rest are in order, or if it's lack of progress and all the rest are in order, or if it's a hard past and you don't think you have the ability to change it and all the rest are in order, one of these things. You guys need to look at all eight of these things individually, break these down, evaluate yourself, make a list, take action, and then just don't let up. Ultimately, the fix for all of this is that. For more content, be sure to like, subscribe, and follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. See you.